it's that time of the week. It's that time of the week. That time of the week comes faster and faster every time, especially now with football season here. It's Thank You For Your Time podcast. I'm your host, Aiden Barnhart. Don't mind me. I'm just pulling up some stats for NFL review later on in the show. And you got your candle. I got my headphones. We're both in our comfy spot. And we are relaxing. How y'all doing? It's a beautiful Tuesday. That breeze is starting to kick in more and more each day. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It is It is football weather. That's the one thing I love about football is that you can just feel it in the air. Every Saturday, I get that feeling of going to a rec ball game. Nice little breeze. The sun's out. It's not hot. It's amazing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's turn that down. Let's turn that down. Let's turn that down. So, with that being said, let's get into it. I was watching a Bruce Lee movie the other day, and that got me thinking, is Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan the closest we'll ever get to uh, to superheroes? I think so. Now, now, I get there's all sorts of superheroes, like there's aliens, there's this and that. So, when I was thinking about this, I was kind of looking at it as there could be real-life vigilantes. There could be people that run around in a armor suit, a bulletproof vest, that know fights, get, like that know how to fight, and will defeat bad guys when they can, you know what I'm saying? I was thinking most of Bruce Lee's movies and shit are about his life. He wrote books and script, like he wrote his own scripts. He wrote his own movies. He wrote about his life moving to America and trying to teach kung fu and shit. And in the movie, he was just kicking this dude's like he kicked like seven dudes' ass in the alleyway. And I'm like, you're telling me if someone that had Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan's not athletic ability, but their fight skills. And, you know, made an outfit, like a rich millionaire made an outfit that was bulletproof and shit like that and could sit there and fight. I think that shit could happen. And I really think Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan are the closest we'll get to that because they were out on the streets just whipping ass for no reason. Motherfuckers were out here just teaching everybody, showing motherfuckers what they could do, whipping ass. Unbelievable. It's a shame we lost Bruce Lee so early. And we still got Jackie Chan. I wonder how many how many people around the world there are that are like that still, that practice. Because they're, they're not popular anymore. Like, Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan were popular because they were trying to bring popularity to Kung Fu. And you don't see anyone else in that sort of industry... You know, great Sifus going around and, like, coming out to Hollywood and shit like that and making films anymore about it. It's usually just actors practicing Kung Fu to learn it for a movie and not actual people that know Kung Fu acting. Actors doing Kung Fu. It's a difference. It's like, I don't know what my generation Bruce Lee would be because I don't think there is one. I think... Jackie Chance, the last of that line, to, to just be a kick-ass. He's still making movies, which is pretty crazy to me. 
he's pretty old. <laughs> but yeah, man. If we had real life superheroes, that shit would be kind of lit. But that means we would just have to have real life villains. And it's not like that's not possible. Like, look at Jeff Bezos could fuck around and become a villain. He has the money to create some sort of fucking weapon. You know what I'm saying? If you have the money, if you're a regular human being and you got the money to go to the moon, you got the money to build a fucking ray gun or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know what you're expecting. But don't be surprised if some wild shit like that happens. Don't be surprised. Um, you know, with football season being back around and being a freshly retired player, I like to say retired because it makes me feel better about myself not playing anymore. <laughs> so I don't have self-pity. But, you know, it's like watching... You, because you did what they... You, you do what they did. Or you, you did what they do. I, that probably sounds retarded, but... Watching them go through the routines, you know, pre-game, coming out tunnels, shit like that. Like, yeah, it's a different level. They get paid for it. It's this and that. But that shit makes me fucking miss it. And I hate reminiscing because right, like, right after I graduated, before I graduated, I would see everyone else, like people older than me, reminiscing. And I would see people kind of making fun of them for it. Or just like telling them to let go. And I guess I kind of put that in my mind. Where I was like, I'm not going to reminisce. But that shit sucks, bro. Because, like, I mean, for me, like, those are my dogs. Those are my boys. And... Like you watch a good ass game like the Ravens Chiefs and you're just like, bro, like I've been I've been in those battles. I've been in a fucking dog fight. I like I miss that. I, like I I said I told my friend the other day, I don't miss football. I just miss going to battle with my dogs. I miss seeing the motherfucker hit one of my teammates and me getting up in his face fucking him up. I miss fighting. I miss all that shit, bro. Team fighting, all the locker room shit, bro. Because you don't get that shit, like, in real life. Like, the only time you get that is in sports. Like, if anyone's ever played sports, what comes with it outside of the practice, outside of all that hard work and bullshit is just straight fun. And no matter who you were, you could have been a corner kid on that team, bro, on a team. And you were you were part of the team. No matter, that's just, that's just who you were. But you were still going to fit in with us because we weren't not going to let you fit in. Like, everyone on the football team is a brother, and that shit, that's what makes me love it even more. And it's the fact that I know I don't talk to a good 90% of them, them boys I used to play football with. But it's like the fact that if I saw them tomorrow or some shit, it would be like, I see them every day. Like, that shit was, and it only hits me during football season. Like, I don't really think about it, like, I don't ever really miss it, this or that. But then football season comes around. I'm just like, fuck, bro. Like, I don't know how these NFL players feel, but I see, like, I I can see how they feel about a certain situation. And I'm like, I wish I could feel that again. Like, I see, like, the want to come back to show the passion, to show this and that, the nervousness, the butterflies. I miss all that shit. Some good stuff, man. 
I love playing sports. You know, that's why hopefully next year I'm coaching. I really want to coach. I want to give back. I want to try to put the love that I have of football into someone else. Show a bunch of kids the love of the sport, how to play it properly. You know, get them to some D1 schools, get them to some private high schools. Get them set for life. And then they remember me, Coach Aiden Barnhart, the one who did it all. But now let's get into the week two review. I kind of like doing these because I just really like football. I really like talking football. This gives me a chance to make the episodes a little longer. Uh, I haven't really been thinking of what else to talk about besides doing the reviews because that's going to take up a good point, a good portion of the time, like I just said. But I think next week I'll do a little better with adding some other skits and side comments. You know, I just, I really only had that Bruce Lee on my mind today, and I just wanted to talk about that because I fuck with Bruce Lee heavy. Bruce Lee is a real one. Got his book. Almost done reading it. About to order his other book when I get done it. Oh, man. Well, let's get into it. Thursday night football. We had the Giants versus Washington. And I don't even really want to fucking speak about that division. I don't. I don't. Tyler Haneke, he came out and he got the dub. 30-29, Washington football team. They are now 1-1, one one, I believe. So, let's see how that rolls. I think they're on top of the division because they have a win in it, actually. So, we, we'll just have to see how that goes. Yeah, they're 1-1. One one. Giants are 0-2. Tyler Haneke is just... He's that guy, apparently. He's just that guy, apparently. But let's move on from that shit show. And let's move on to our Sunday day games at 1 o'clock. Our first one up is an AFC versus NFC matchup. The Bengals versus Bears. Joe Burrow probably had his worst game. Eh, I can't even say his... Oh, shit. Yeah, his worst game. He threw... Three straight interceptions. Um, You can't have that. You definitely can't win a game like that. And to only lose by three points, that shit's still kind of crazy. The Bears are the Bears. I don't think... If they start Justin Fields at some point, I really don't think he's going to do anything else. Their defense is okay. It was looking really promising last year, but last year was last year. But both teams move on to one and one Next up, we got the Texans and the Browns. The Browns bounced back last week after having a comeback on them from the Chiefs. They ended up beating the Texans 31-21. That was a back-and-forth game, actually. It was pretty good. Baker Mayfield seemed to have been hurt in the third quarter, I believe it was. He tried tackling someone and completely fucked up his arm but came back in the next drive and they were doing good throwing dots it is what it is texans are looking promising with tyrod taylor even though he suffered an injury so there goes that i feel sorry for him every time he goes somewhere he fucks around and gets hurt you can't it fucking sucks that that sucks because he was a backup for the ravens and before we got lamar i was saying he should replace joe flacco and then we gave him to buffalo and he took him to the playoffs for the first time in forever 
And where did he go after that? I forgot where he went after that, but then he went to the Chargers. Or he went to the Browns, and then he went to the Chargers, and then he got fucked by the Chargers last year by getting stabbed by the medical doctor. Some crazy shit. And then now he's now he's hurt week two. Both teams move on to one and one. Browns thirty one, Texans twenty one. Next up, we got the man of the hour. The man that's got the spotlight on him. Matthew Stafford. We have the Rams going into Indianapolis. Everyone was wondering what Matthew Stafford could do with the Rams. He showed what he could do last week. Everyone was wondering, is that enough? He came out again throwing 19 for 30 for 280 yards, two touchdowns. Cooper Cup, the 160 yards receiving on nine catches. He has two touchdowns. And the Rams are looking legit. The Rams always look legit. I'll never doubt the Rams because of their defense. And Sean McVay is just a fucking genius when it comes to offense. Indianapolis Colt. Uh, I I can't remember their score last week. But them in Seattle was pretty close. They lost another close one. 27-24 to the Rams. Rams move on to 2-0. Colts are now 0-2. Some sad shit. Carson Wentz got hurt again. So... You can only, only time will tell. See where that goes. In the next game, the Buffalo Bills bounced way back. Way, 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 way back from last week. Their loss against the Steelers. They came out shitting on the Dolphins. 35-0. Tua Tagaloa went down early in the first. They had to bring in my guy, Jacoby Brissett. But he didn't really help much, so... This shit kind of sucks. Both teams move on one and one. Bills got a dub in the division, so they're probably on top. No, 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 no. The Patriots. No. The Patriots and Bills are tied, I believe. Bills might be on top because they won by more. But that's the next game up right now in the same division, Patriots versus Jets. Zach Wilson, quarterback for the Jets, threw four interceptions. The Jets are going to Jets. Said this last week. Same with the Jaguars. But we'll get to them. They're a little bit later. Patriots ended up winning 25-6. Patriots defense still on lockdown. Has been like that for the past decade. It's weird seeing their offense not really move the ball as much. I mean, they moved it against the Jets. But in general, they would have shit on the Jets in the past. (laughs) No doubt. But yeah, 25-6, Patriots. Our next 1 o'clock game, 49ers at Eagles. I wasn't really knowing what to expect out of this game. I was thinking, I was hoping, not hoping, but thinking the 49ers were going to win. But the Eagles, the Eagles were making it a fight. They were up 3 nothing in the first. The 49ers came back and took the lead. And it was kind of a little bit back and forth. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, man, they're not looking too bad. Jalen Hurts had 190 yards passing, 82 yards rushing, a touchdown on the ground, not through the air, sadly. They ended up losing 17-11, 49ers came out 2-0. Jimmy G's looking kind of tough. Uh, I don't think they're going to start Trey Lance anytime soon. Unless he randomly starts fucking up, then they're going to, I guess, throw in Trey Lance. But until then, Jimmy G's the guy there, as he should be. He's a Tom Brady protege. 
protege. Next up, we got the Raiders versus the Steelers. And the end of this out the outcome of this game made me so happy. The Raiders ended up taking the dub, moving on 2-0, 26-17 against the Steelers. Derek Carr with almost 400 yards passing. 28 for 37, two touchdowns. Some crazy shit. I I said it Monday, I said it last Tuesday. Big fan of Derek Carr from a couple years ago. Everyone was trying to say he's not an elite quarterback. He really didn't have a squad. I mean, even if you look back at his team when they were going to make the playoffs, they didn't really have a squad. They just had a defense. Uh, They had a tough-ass running back. I can't really remember his name. They had Michael Crabtree. They didn't really have that tough of a wide receiver core. So there was nothing they could really do. The Raiders take that take that game. Steelers are 1-1. Raiders are 2-0. Uh, I'm trying to see where the 4 o'clock games start. Uh, fuck it. So then, I'm just going to say this is our last... No, nah, I think the Broncos and Jaguars. All right. The Saints-Panthers... This was a big shocker. Sam Darnold is looking insane with Carolina. 26 for 38, my bad. 305 yards, two touchdowns. After the Saints fucking blew out the Packers last week, 35-3, I was expecting them to come out and pretty much do almost the same thing. But the Panthers ended up taking the fucking game away, 26-7. Saints didn't really score until the fourth quarter. Uh, Jameis Winston threw an interception just like old times. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I guess, I mean, the Panthers had Teddy Bridgewater last year. They weren't, they were without Christian McCaffrey. And I, they're looking pretty solid. 2-0. They just beat the Saints. They beat the Jets last week. That was a good game to win. That, that probably boosted confidence. But, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's up with the Saints. That was kind of weird to come out and put a spanking on the Packers and then get a spanking put on them by the Panthers. It'd be weird to see this Panthers team good because it'd be a unique team. It would be a really weird, good team. That's all I got to say. Our last 1 o'clock game of the... I believe it's 1 o'clock. It's either the first 4 o'clock game or the last 1 o'clock game. So bear with me. Bear with me. The Broncos are moving on to 2-0 as they defeated the Jaguars 23-13. Trevor Lawrence with another two-interception game. Shit's not looking pretty for Jacksonville. Never is. Teddy Bridgewater is looking amazing. 330 yards passing. Insane. These are some crazy numbers some of these quarterbacks are throwing out. Maybe it's the defenses they're playing, but the Broncos 2-0, baby. Broncos are 2-0. Now we are moving into our first set of 4 o'clock games, baby. We got the Cardinals taking on the Vikings. This was a great, 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 great game. We had my favorite commentator, Gus Johnson, commentating with Aqib Tlaib. He's not that bad. He's working on it. He's working on it. Kyler Murray with 400 yards, passing, three touchdowns, 29-36. He's really putting up MVP numbers right now. Last week, I believe he had 
four touchdowns. This week he had four total touchdowns, one on the ground, three in the air. Dalvin Kirk, uh, Dalvin Kirk, Dalvin Cook went down with an injury. Who knows how long he's going to be out? That's going to hurt the Vikings even more. Justin's out. Uh, Justin Jefferson's off to a slow start. They lost that game by a point. Vikings kicker missed a field goal. Shit sucks, man. That shit sucks. Can't relate because we got Justin Tucker. But anyway, moving on. The Buccaneers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I got the Bucks defense in one of my fantasy leagues. And them boys got me like 25 points. They got like three touchdowns, three interceptions. And winning that game 48-25. Hey, 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 hey. This is what, look, I can't have this. I can't have this. I can't have this dog barking like this. Trying to do this review. You hear that shit? We're going to keep trying to go, but if he keeps barking, we're going to have to take a pause and come back. We're going to try to get this Bucks game in real quick. The Bucks went in 48-25. Falcons were looking good in the first half, but then shit went downhill just like in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, five passing touchdowns. He has nine total in two weeks. Next week, or not even next week, within the next two weeks, he has the possibility of taking the all-time passing record from Drew Brees. So we'll see how that goes. Tom Brady is the GOAT, the undisputed GOAT. That's my guy. I'm not my guy. He's my guy now that he's not out of fucking New England. That shit was annoying. I could not stand that fucking dude in New England, man. So then we got Cowboys and Chargers. Cowboys ended up winning 20-17. Cowboys kicked a 56-yard field goal to win the game as time expired. Was an okay game for my man Justin Herbert. He threw two interceptions. He had 340 passing yards. Some crazy shit. It's actually, that's, I think that's like what, the fourth or fifth quarterback I said that's had over 300 yards passing. It blows my mind. It really blows my mind. That was a it was a dogfight game. I didn't really pay attention to that. I was too busy getting ready for the Ravens Chiefs game. Titans Seahawks is another game I didn't really pay attention to. I saw Derrick Henry went off in the second half with three touchdowns. He busted like a sixty yard touchdown to take the lead. They went into overtime. Titans ended up winning thirty three thirty. Seahawks are the Seahawks. They're gonna fold. They don't really got much ever since Legion of Boom. Now, I'm going to go ahead and skip Sunday Night Football. I'm going to save that for last because I got a lot of shit to say. I got a lot of shit to say. Monday Night Football. The Packers defeated the Detroit Lions 35-17. Aaron Rodgers bounces back from a shit game last week to throw four touchdowns, 250 yards. Aaron Jones with four touchdowns total. Devontae Adams with 120 yards. It's a classic Packers performance. The Detroit Lions are the Detroit Lions. Just like the Jags and just like the New York Jets. That's all I got to say on that. And let's get to the main event. Sunday Night Football. Kansas City Chiefs versus my Baltimore Ravens. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Let's get into this, baby. Lamar Jackson, 107 yards rushing, 230-some yards passing, three total touchdowns, baby, and you can't fucking stop them. The Ravens, 36, Kansas City Chiefs, 35. 
Now, this was a fucking nail-biter. This is one of the best games I've ever seen. Everyone's saying it. Everyone that's been there is saying it's the best game they've ever witnessed live. It's the best game they've seen on television. They're going to remember it for all their lives. I am. I know I am. I was there. I got to feel the energy. The energy was insane. The energy was insane. But that shit was the craziest game ever. Come out. Lamar Jackson throws a pick six. Comes out the gate. Throws a pick six. We're already down 7-0. We come back. We tie it up. It's 7-7. Chiefs take the lead again. We threw another interception. 14-7. We go into the second quarter. They score. We score. We kick a field goal. Go into halftime. It's 21-17. Chiefs score. Chiefs score again, sadly. And then, you know what we do. We score. And the Chiefs score. So, we're about to head into the fourth quarter. It's 35. 35, whatever the fuck. 35-24. The Ravens score. We are in the fourth quarter. The Ravens score, right? And then Chiefs get the ball back, and we hold them. We go on a nice eight-minute drive. We take the lead. A minute half left. Lamar Jackson. My bad. Patrick Mahomes has the ball. They're marching downfield. I'm sitting there with no smile on my face because I know it's over. They got the ball. A whole minute left. They're over the 50-yard line. All they got to do is get 30, 20 more yards, and that's easy-ass field goal, right? They fumbled it. They fucking fumbled it in the backfield, and we got it, and we got the first down, and we won the game. And I don't even know what I wanted to say about that game, but the fact that you motherfucking Lamar Jackson haters can suck my dick and my fucking balls, bruh. He came out there and did what y'all said he couldn't do. Beat the Chiefs. Beat Patrick Mahomes. Guess what the fuck he did? Guess what the fuck the Baltimore Ravens did? Down 10 motherfucking points in the fourth fucking quarter. And you know what? Motherfuck parental advisory. Because I'm going the fuck off right now. They went down on that bitch. Scored not once, but not fucking, fucking twice. Scored twice in a quarter. Came back. Took the lead. Down 10 against Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. The Ravens. I ain't seen us come back like that in fucking forever. Maybe not ever. The Ravens, I know, they quit. They down and they quit. That's the first game we've probably come back and fucking won. We beaten the Titans. So we couldn't beat the Titans. So we couldn't. We, couldn't, we did that. So we couldn't win a playoff game. We did that. So we can't beat the Chiefs. We did that. The only thing we got to do is win a fucking Super Bo, you hear me? You feel me? Look at this. Listen to this shit. Lamar Jackson, first quarterback in NFL history. They throw for 200 plus yards, rush for 100 plus, plus rush for two touchdowns in a regular season game. No other quarterback's done that. But he's shit. But he's some shitty butt butt. No other quarterback can throw for over 200 while doing 100 on the ground. I just named at least 10 quarterbacks that threw it over 200 yards. All these quarterbacks. I'm looking at right now, besides Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen, do it over 200 yards. Everyone. And Lamar Jackson added another 100 rushing by himself on that. That's fucking insane. 
We got Detroit next, bro. I'm, I'm getting the fuck up about this podcast, bro. It's thank you for your time. The Ravens won. Y'all know who the fuck we is. Put respect on Lamar Jackson's name. MVP season coming again. Super Bowl season coming soon. Thank you for your time. Follow me on Twitter. I keep saying thank you for your time. I ain't even fucking closed it out yet. Follow me on Twitter. Aiden underscore 75. Follow me on Instagram. A1D3N underscore 75. Follow the Instagram fitness fucking apparel page at bulging underscore fitness underscore apparel. Follow the podcast Twitter at TYFYT podcast. And this has been another episode of Thank You For Your Time.